Oh, hi again. My name is Corey, and I am the hostess of the Spiritual Prepper's Guide to the End of the World as We Know It. Today's topic, diving right in. Why are there so many healers these days? People in the marketplaces calling themselves healers, having jobs as healers, doing work as healers. By that I mean more so the spiritual healing spiritual marketplace and alternative health industry why are there so many and this can be a rocky terrain of a topic i'm realizing that in all my years spent on social media i guess i didn't know it so much at the time but i was compelled i was compelled to seek out critics and skeptics and read all their debates and all their criticisms of spirituality and traditional healing, alternative healing. I was like compulsed to do it. <laughs> I just would seek out critics and skeptics on purpose. Really uncomfortable at times. Also really inspiring at times. There's a lot of stuff out there that people are talking about that's important. Um, usually not in a balanced way. It's taking uh, a side and sticking with it. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of learning and unlearning to be done by being uncomfortable and having beliefs challenged. So anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a rocky terrain of a topic amongst believers and followers, critics and skeptics of the spiritual healing and alternative health industry. I don't really want to weigh in so much on criticism or support for the many thousands or I think it's millions of people at this point calling themselves healers, doing healing work, um, people who are learning from and incorporating traditional healing from indigenous cultures, building social media followings or selling services of healing, spiritual healing and alternative health from platforms. There's criticism around appropriation which is an important topic, in my opinion, to look at. Uh, there's support for millions of people becoming healers. The, these are all valid and important topics to discuss and explore as healthy adults. <laughs> on the internet, is that an oxymoron? <laughs> healthy adults on the internet, okay. but. I mean, so, yeah, it's a, it's a messy, it's a messy terrain. I would say I do want to just spend a few minutes looking at um, what critics point to as why, because that's what I'm interested in more than anything else. Why are there so many healers these days? Someone critical or skeptical I've seen this presented very convincingly. Uh, they'll say, you know, with, with late stage capitalist collapse, especially here in the US, there are legitimate health industry issues. There are legitimate ec economic issues that drive people to seek alternative sources of healing and relief. You can have people struggling with health issues that they can't find relief with here, especially in the US, Western medical industry. 
you have people who can't afford Western medical treatment, so they go to the marketplace for the self-healing or alternative health options that are far more affordable and doable. It's also a huge economic opportunity, critics will say, where a lot of people can become healers to meet the need of so many people seeking health solutions elsewhere. And what I have found is for individuals who are struggling with a multitude of issues related to their holistic well-being, body, mind, and spirit, there, there's a lot of personal predicaments. So many, many millions, even billions of people alive today have predicaments, not problems. I've talked about this before. This is not my original thinking. I've learned it from others. But a predicament is a holistically complicated and intertwined, even impossible set of problems with no straight shot solutions. And for individuals related to their health and well-being, it's a holistic predicament involving body, mind, and spirit. It's stuff that can't be solved clearly by Western doctors and the Western medical industry. It's also people seeking certainty and meaning, which is a very human thing. And in times of increasing upheaval, and I've said this before, we seek out charismatic people who claim to have definitive answers. And I believe in my own personal experience, people more and more and more, millions upon millions, have a soul-deep craving for answers that are above and beyond their intellectual mind. Scientists and biologists would say that, that people seeking answers that are outside of science and not being satisfied with science as an answer are really opening themselves up to hucksters or people who, there are millions and millions of people who are now skeptical and mistrusting of the government and of the Western medical industry and of science. And that's going to lead people to seek answers elsewhere. There's a soul deep craving there. So that's just like some of the criticisms I've seen and some of the debates I've seen, all really valid and it's not necessary. If you're a spiritual seeker on a spiritual path, you don't have to bypass any of it and treat it as a monster or a low vibe parasite on to your spiritual evolution. It's important to look at these things. But as I said, I'm more interested in why. Why is this a thing more and more where there are millions and millions of people presenting themselves as healers and doing spiritual healing and alternative health work in the marketplaces and why are so innumerable millions of people seeking help and answers? Why? That's not been something I've seen a lot of attention given to. It's not really a mainstream debate in the first place, like in just mainstream media. It's more so in the spiritual spaces, the spiritual marketplaces, um, a question of why or a debate about why, but even there, I haven't seen much action around that.
exploring that. This is my personal experience. So I have no solutions or answers that I'm selling and I don't have an identity attached to this working theory that like I play around with as to answering the question of why. So I have nothing to defend or debate here. Personal experience doesn't need to be defended or debated if somebody isn't presenting it as a solution that they're selling. So just listen if it sparks something cool. Otherwise, whatever, right? In my personal experience, many, many people have spiritual giftings. They have spiritual inclinations. They have interest in spiritual healing. And they have interest in doing spiritual healing work in some capacity. So in all of that, all the different colors and flavors and variations of individuals in all of that, there's a lot of people who genuinely are in that mix. And my perspective is more along the lines of why within the context of our current predicament, ecological overshoot, collapse, upheaval, whatever you want to call it or label it as, All these conversations on social media about who is a healer, who can claim that title, who is legit, who is faux, who is a huckster. Amidst all of that, I so rarely saw any discussion about why. Why is this happening? I would sometimes find a, like a vague quote or a meme about so many people are interested in or being called to spiritual healing work because of 5D ascension, air quotes, or humanity is undergoing some spiritual evolutionary transformation. Um, but no real deep look, no real deep look at like roots. So I'm coming from this perspective of ecological overshoot and collapse as being a driver of why. But what is a traditional healer? What some might call a, a shaman. Shaman is a specific term originating from a specific culture to describe a specific community service role. But it's now this ubiquitous general term to describe someone who works with spirit as a healer, basically. So there's all sorts of debates as to these terms, these words, where they come from. Again, important. I don't want to go into that, but it, it's an important thing to look at. But in a general context, someone who works with spirit, specifically as a role of service within a community. Um, this is my personal experience and definition of shaman. Or traditional healer. It's someone in a role of service within a community who helps facilitate balance and harmony, restoration and mending within individuals, within communities of people, and within the greater communities of nature. 
So all that interconnectedness of harmony and balance facilitating that, as well as maintaining balance and harmony with the spirit realms. So it's a whole lot of like a facilitator of so much more than just people's physical bodies of the balance and harmony there. These days, spiritual healers online and offline use so many different blendings and hybrids of modalities of tools. They use various terms to describe themselves and each other, but basically it's someone who works to help people heal stuff that doesn't respond to Western protocols, medicine, and therapy. That's like where we're at in modern times as to what a traditional healer or shaman does or is. So like I said, we're collectively experiencing on a global scale, ecological collapse. And that is the direct result of human civilization. So my working theory is that is the why why there are so many healers and people interested in it in whatever way. It's because um, we're, we're very, 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 very sick and imbalanced at a scale that has never been seen before and is only going to increase. It's going to increase. So, uh, you know, a lot of people needing healing and a lot of people having, I guess, awakenings or stimulation as a result of ecological collapse and civilizational upheaval. There has never been this many people alive in, in the world, but if you look at the world as a global community and as, if you look at traditional healers or shamans as as people who serve a community. There, there are so many different types of spiritual healing gifting. So whatever someone calls themselves, just basically a healer, whatever gifts they're carrying might be woken up inside of themselves as a response to that many people needing help and that much imbalance and upheaval on the planet. That's never occurred before. So like, there's a whole lot of demand and a whole lot of need for people who can meet that demand. It's basically what it comes down to. Nature has done weird and wild stuff over the course of not just human history, but just on this planet. But it has never been like this and it has never been human-driven imbalance at the scale that it is. This is an utterly unique time. Whether or not it carries similarities to other times in history, sure, but this is also a, an utterly unique human-driven imbalance. Never before has all life been in so much peril. Yes, there have been mass extinctions throughout deep time, Again, not like this. With the diversity and the scale 
and the global human population. I kind of think that one more specific reason why there are so many healers, people interested in being healers, is, and this is like a, a, a woo, this is very woo, and I'm just going to be completely honest with it. I feel that people are incarnating now and in these recent generations to handle their lineage stuff, their own stuff, their own past life stuff, their own current life stuff, but especially their lineage stuff. People are coming into life as humans now because I feel there might not be an opportunity for a lot of human reproduction in the very near future. Time frames are debatable, um, and I am not a doomer. I am not, I, like, I refuse to adhere to any school of thought, but especially that one. Um, but they're raising really valid, valid, real, accurate topics. And when it comes to time frames of any kind of human extinction, near-term human extinction. First of all, who knows for sure, 100 million percent, but there's a lot of debate about it's going to happen this decade, we're going to go extinct this decade, which I think is absurd, personally. Within the next several decades, that might be a little bit more likely, probably gen genuinely valid. Or this century, that's also very possible. Either way, um, however long, a diminishment, an extreme diminishment of the human population would take or occur, um, it's possible from a, from a very spiritual perspective that people are incarnating into these times with the goal of let's deal with our stuff now our lineage stuff, our personal stuff, because we might not get a chance either ever or for a very long time. <laughs> it's so theoretical, but I play around with this stuff. So why? Huge demand, epic imbalance, needing people to serve a global community and the greater community of life possibly not having a lot of time in the future, in the very near future, to incarnate again. So get her done now. And like I said, a healer, a genuine, authentic healer. Someone gifted specifically for the role of serving community, not just communities of people, but also of greater life, all of life and spirit. We are now so globalized and interconnected that basically the entire world is my community and your community. So with that much need from that many people and places and environments in the world, maybe that is one deep root reason why so many people are feeling pulled or called or interested in healing arts. 
So like I said, I'm um, just exploring the why, but it's important for me to say here that a lot of the criticism and skepticism around this that I discussed for myself, when I'm feeling critical or skeptical of the spiritual marketplace and alternative health industries that are booming these days in the last several-ish years, decade or so, for myself, this is my own personal criticism, but deeper than that, this is my own personal pain. It's deeper than frustration, it's sadness, maybe some disappointment. When people who want to be healers, like they're either choosing it, they're interested in it, it seems like a cool thing to do. If they have gifting for healing, if they are called to it, ancestrally called to it, which is not a choice, it's not a career choice. When, when you carry an ancestral calling to heal, and there are various ways that shows up. There are various levels to it. But a calling is not a choice. It's definitely not a career choice. But if somebody is in that kind of category, whatever the individual situation may be, my problem, my sadness, is when people get stuck in the shallow end of it, the marketplace end of it. When we as healers seek to build a business and when we seek to build a business around it that is focused at winning at life winning at life without challenging deeply lifelong challenging the paradigm of capitalist or industrialist individualist success seeking when we get stuck in the shallow end and we don't challenge that paradigm and that is the majority of what is out there a paradigm rooted and built in individualist success seeking is always in some way whether it's subtle or obvious or both, at the expense of other life. It will be at the expense of other life. So if we're out there doing our thing, manifesting abundance, whatever, and we aren't actively, actively, not just paying lip service, but actively challenging the paradigm of industrial civilization that got us to this point of massive, unfathomable global imbalance to this point of ecological overshoot and collapse, to this point of massive waves of epidemics of disease and, and illness in all ways, diseases of despair, diseases of the spirit, all the things. What got us here in this epic mess is that paradigm of winning at life. If we don't challenge especially healers or people interested in being healers, if we don't challenge 
the conditioned beliefs and identities of who and what we are within that paradigm of industrial civilization, we are not healers, we are perpetuators. Healers especially may be more so than most other roles in life as servants to communities need to have that paradigm challenged in deep, immersive ways so that they can actually embody the title and role of healer and not continue to perpetuate the stuff they claim. And I believe they mean it. They claim it and mean it that they want to heal or change. We also have paradigm roots, current paradigm that we're all participating in, in modern times. Those roots go back very far, very deep, thousands of years. Those roots to our current state of overshoot and collapse of our planet, of our home, I have found our religious and spiritual philosophies and beliefs. The reason why we're here is rooted in religious and spiritual philosophies and beliefs. It's rooted in the identities that those beliefs produce within us as individuals and therefore as civilizations. Many thousands of years those roots took, took place, took root. <laughs> a good book that really helped me clarify that is called A Green History of Religion. It's a dense academic book, so it's not fun or cute, but it talks about some of those religious and spiritual beliefs and philosophies, where they originated and why, what was going on in the world at the times when this stuff started to take root in the collective and how those beliefs and philosophies have directly informed and created and built our capitalist industrialist paradigm. For healers of any kind, of any variety, of any hybrid, of any motivation to not look deeply at those beliefs, all our beliefs, all our identities. Where did they come from? Where are the roots? What was going on at the time of those roots? What was before then? What was happening on the planet before then with people? If we don't look deeply, we can wind up using the same paradigm to help people that is the same paradigm that got them imbalanced and unwell in the first place. Kind of meta, kind of like zooming out big picture, zooming in at the details, zooming out. I guess I'm gonna end it there. Um, that is my own personal criticism, which is so much deeper than criticism for me, it's pain. I'm so sad when legitimately gifted people don't listen deeply 
to what their spirit is actually telling them. If we don't unplug to some degree from the very loud mind chatter and ego chatter of modern life and go deep and still and quiet to listen, to truly listen to what our ancestors, our elevated ancestors and nature is saying to us. We can call ourselves healer and be earning a whole lot of money and actually be helping people to a degree. But if that paradigm isn't looked at deeply, and that is so uncomfortable, then we are not actually healers. That is my opinion. And we are certainly not traditional healers who are servants in service to their community and greater communities of life. And that is what a shaman is. Okay, I'm ending it now. Thanks for listening if you did. I think I will put this into blog format, so it will be there as well. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye!